thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave, became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. None of us can go back. is our best and sometimes the best that we can do is to start over I saw all these people die I keep telling everybody they should move on some do, but not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Kristen. And I'm Cheyenne. And we're in the end game now. So we are talking our super heartbreaking movie. <laughs> was it though? It was. It destroyed me as a human being. I thought it was kind of beautiful. It was beautiful. It still poetic. destroyed me. <laughs> um, but yes, we're talking Endgame today, guys. So a different space story. Um, so let's start off with our spoiler-free um, reactions to the movie because I know we live in a world of everybody going to the premieres and stuff like that, but, you know, some people haven't made it yet. And uh, we know some of you guys listen to the show and everything, so we're still trying to keep the silence a little bit. Now, we will be talking spoilers later in the episode, but first off, I want to let us give our spoiler-free reactions. So, Cheyenne, did you want to start us off? Sure. I would also like to start off by saying the Russo brothers lifted the spoiler ban, so yes. we're being nice. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I only know that because I saw a post about that this morning, and I was like, oh, my God, can they do that? <laughs> ban is lifted. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so, yeah, I – my overall reaction slash feelings slash emotions um, of Endgame was that it was a success – that it was a lot to take in. And I felt, I would say that I'm satisfied. That would be a good word for it. I would say that I'm satisfied with the end game. <laughs> um, um, and I, oh, this is a spoiler free answer. I cried the whole time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
no context with that. I was crying the whole time. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> From it, whether or not it got heavier through some parts is just up in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I it's it was satisfying. It was a good story. Um, there are obviously quirks with every movie ever, and with a three-hour movie of such an iconic franchise slash story in general, like the stories of these characters and what we've seen in movies, but what was even before that in film or in books and comics and stuff, like seeing all of that come to fruition on the screen is really, oh, what's the right word? Historic, maybe? Mm-hmm. I felt like I was a part of something being in that theater, like seeing it come to an end. That's really all I can say. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I agree with uh, your last statement, too, because obviously we're a Star Wars podcast, so I have to link this to Star Wars somehow. When Rise of Skywalker <laughs> comes out, I mean, it's the end. So it's kind of, it's going to be a lot of the same feeling for a lot of us 40 years in the making. So yeah. that's going to, yeah, a lot less movies, though. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes. Kristen, do you want to give your spoiler free? Um, I mean, at first I was like, yay! And then I was like, ooh! And then I was like, oh! That's pretty much it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was it was kind of a roller coaster, but it was really good. Um, I felt like it was, like you said, it was... Um, I mean, it was definitely the end of something, but I think it was very well done, very beautifully written. Um, it really served justice to a lot of the characters um i feel like to kind of so we know not everyone can last forever so mm, i'm treading the line there ma'am <laughs> am i though i'm just teasing My heart. <laughs> <laughs> um i agree with both of you guys um I, I was really impressed with the story and in how it was able to stay cohesive for so long across so many franchises and i mean i'm I'm impressed is probably the best like (laughs) the best way to describe that because i mean this is a story that has been intricately in the making since what 2008 i think is when iron man came out Mm -hmm. so i mean it's been years and the fact that it it never really frayed or lost sight or veered off some random way or whatever I mean, it, it stayed on target the whole time. So the the it, it's it's one of those trust the plus trust the plan kind of things. Um, but I thought it was absolutely incredible. I, I loved it. Um, Cheyenne, to your point, I I had some not complaints, but things that I was kind of like, meh, okay, I could have done without that. But or I wish it was different. But I mean, I feel like you'll get that in any movie. Uh, right. So. I don't find that as a disappointment. I will watch Endgame millions of times once it comes out on video, uh, for sure. But I, I, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I cried a lot, <laughs> a lot. Oh, I'm yeah. not even gonna <laughs> a lot. Uh, it was it was very emotional. It was very impactful. It, it was just great. It was overall just really great. Yeah. So yeah, 
And I think like that's like the extent of the spoiler free that we can give. Yeah. And and Cheyenne and I were talking at the beginning of the show. It's like, I mean, all of our spoiler free reviews are like three minutes long. Yeah, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Not and like this one specifically. Like I don't know. First of all, I didn't realize they had made up a whole hashtag about it. Oh yeah. The end game. But, like, that was probably the most viral hashtag that I'd ever seen that quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, like, they are for reals about this. Like, this is not, like, you're not going to, you don't get to slip up or people are going to come for you. <laughs> Which is, like, not not normal, but. Yeah. <laughs> you will wait a really long time to see this movie, but, so. Well, like, right. Life, yeah. Well, yeah. Somebody got beat up. Like, yeah. I, I was about to say, yeah. I think um, it's called Caesar, I think, but I could yeah. be wrong. Somebody I think it was in Hong Kong the or something like that. Yeah. He spoiled it. Yeah, he yeah. spoiled it outside of the theater, and some people jumped him. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, somebody put a Game of Thrones spoiler up not like 45 minutes after the episode came out, and I don't get off until after the episode's over, and I saw it, and I was. <laughs> I was so mad <laughs> because it's major. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh no!" I mean, I even had a moment uh, while we were walking into the theater. So, so I decided to be in my celebratory Marvel getup, and I had my Captain America shirt on and my uh, Captain America jacket on, and I was all ready for Endgame. We're walking into the theater, and this guy walks by. So he goes, "You guys about to see Endgame?" My heart stopped. I, I, literally in my head, I thought, "Choose your next words carefully." <laughs> I didn't and I, think about it. I was just yeah. like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Kristen was just like, "Yeah, no problem." I literally, I was in a panic. I've never felt so panicked in my life. My heart stopped. I was just staring at this guy. I was literally thinking in my head, "What other movies are out?" So I can lie to him and tell him I'm going to go see Dumbo or something. Yeah, I just, I just couldn't. <laughs> think of anything i was just like uh he goes you're gonna love it have a great time and we walked away and i was like oh <laughs> i was just right. like what is happening and then on top of that i didn't even think to bring like headphones for the people walking out or whatever and i literally sat there pressed up against the wall with my ears or well, my hand my fingers in my ears like yeah i can't hear anything because <laughs> people were talking about it on the way out. Barely, yeah. I couldn't hear a thing. It they doesn't matter. Like, oh, so cool, One little like, sliver of something would have been the twist. end. There's a twist. I kept saying about a twist. Oh, really? I kept hearing something about a twist. I don't know. I, don't know what the I, twist I, was I still. genuinely could not hear anything. So yeah. <laughs> what was the twist? I had to like yell at my friend because he was talking really loud when we left, and I was like, "Shh." Yeah. <laughs> I did that to him. He doesn't think about it because we. In the past, we've been able to go to the earlier, like, showings of things, and he'll walk out and want to tell me stuff. and be like, did you notice this? Did you notice that? And I'm like, dude, there's a line of people waiting to get in. Shut your mouth. <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of that. I just get so excited about it when I'm walking out, and then I don't even think about it. So, yeah. Like Star Wars, you're like, it was darkened. And I was yeah. like, shut up. <laughs> I did do that. You did. I did. I did. How do you even remember that? <laughs> I remember all things. It's like, <clears throat> well, because every time I think about that, I think about when people, uh, or the Simpsons episode, when Homer walks out. Can you believe Darth Vader's looks father? <laughs> Everybody is like, 
That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> You're just so excited. You don't do it to me. You I don't. So I don't. Excited. You have to. Yeah. Like, you have to talk about it because I get smacked in the theater. He's like, yeah, <gasps> smacking my arm. And I'm like, oh, I need to wear arm pads or something. <laughs> Shoulder pads. Well, to be fair, in 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 game, both of us were smacking each other because both of us were noticing different things, and it was just True. like, oh my god, oh my god. True. In Star Wars, I get smacked a lot. Yeah, in Star Wars, you did get smacked a lot, but now it's starting to it's starting to transfer. It's contagious. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Basically, we're just passing the tissues during this one. Exactly. Exactly. Forgot the tissues. Yeah. We did forget the tissues. Oh no. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't put makeup on that day, so I was able just to like you know let it all out, just like <laughs> so there's no like having to you know avoid that mascara. Yeah. Oh no, it was ugly crying. No, I'm it just was. kidding. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for confirming that. I'm teasing. You're beautiful, honey. <laughs> At least you get a follow up compliment. Right sure. there, you go. There you go. So sweet. Oh, thanks. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and get into our spoiler-filled in-game review. You know your teams. You know your missions. No mistakes. No do-overs. Look out for each other. This is the fight of our lives. He's pretty good at that. Right? Oh my god, that movie was amazing. Yeah, it was. I, I don't even honestly know where to start. Right? Well, so so we were talking about it before, and like, I think we have some kind of structure that we're going to try and stay on. I don't know. I don't know how well this is going to work. So so let's, I don't want to go frame, frame by frame, but let's talk about the first third of the movie. So they go after Thanos again. So Cheyenne, first thoughts on that? Wow. Um, I was very, very, I mean, like, like I was sitting up in my seat and then I, that happened and I was like, oh. right. <laughs> and I like leaned back. I was like, oh my God, that was so fast. They literally jumped into it so quickly mm-hmm. and I was not expecting that at all. Um, I, hmm. <laughs> we're in territory now, so I can just say it, but the I understand that in Infinity War, Chris Pratt did not entirely ruin everything because Doctor Strange saw the one, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe that was in the one, but you know, <laughs> maybe we wouldn't have had a game if he hadn't screwed it up. But true. Feel like Thor was in that position this time. Oh, absolutely. Which hurt my heart a little because I mean I I like that for his character. I like I like that he got so angry and uncontrollable that his character had some form of emotional development um, because he's just dealt with so much in his life and he's always been the person that's like I'm fine. I can do it. I can handle it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And he finally was just like, I'm over it. You need to die. And yeah. he did. 
Um, Game of Thrones style. I, yeah, yeah. I felt like that was good for Thor's character development, but it made me a little irritated in the moment because I was just like, uh, we didn't even talk to him that long. <laughs> I wanted to see more like everybody get mad. Right. <laughs> um, so, but other, I mean, like, whatever. That's a very small thing for me to care about. So <laughs> there's more. Well, well, no, and, and I mean, like, what's funny is, like, and I always mess with Kristen with with different movies that kind of, like, flow this way. It's like something really big happens, and, like, I mean, for example, he swoops in, goes for the head. Uh, and literally, it went to a black screen for a second before anything came up, and I looked at her and I go, well, movie's over. Let's go. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's done. So there you go. Yeah, we can go three now. minutes, yeah. not three hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some somebody got it mixed up. That's all it was. It was right. three minutes and one second. <laughs> um, but I mean, I was, I was visibly shocked uh, at it. I didn't think that they would go for such a a gruesome death in a Marvel movie. So, but I, I mean, I liked seeing because I mean, you could tell the anger focused them. Uh, for sure, because when they come in and uh, Captain Marvel's like, all right, look, there's no satellites, no ground troops, he's not protected, it's just him. And they're like, all right, let's do this. And so they literally swoop in, take off his hand, and then, all right, where's the stones? Not even his hand, they took off, like, most of his It was his almost arm. like, yeah, most of his arm, yeah. Like right below the shoulder there. Like, yeah. I was like, holy crap. Which which is worse, because, like, the dude was already a shriveled up hot dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was about to say, I was very, like... I know the big conversation from the last one was he's got a point, but like mm-hmm. not that good of a point. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to me, to like see him be so like, I don't want to say so satisfied, but like so at peace with his decision, like that speaks a lot to his character development too. Mm-hmm. But it also like, it made me so mad. <laughs> I was like, you're just out here chilling. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're doing anything? You're making breakfast. <laughs> I, he's go, he's I out in the like, field picking up Mailer Mailer fruits. That's Mailuron. what it was. <laughs> I was like, "What is happening? And how do I handle it? How are they going to handle it? What's going to go on?" Mm-hmm. Just, but I mean, and that's that's part of the reason why I keep coming back to watch Marvel movies because it makes me feel that way. Yep. Yeah. It, it reminded me when you see him just kind of sitting on the farm or whatever. It reminded me of the the moment where uh, Krennic finds Galen in Rogue One, farming a man of your talents. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta put some Star Wars rose on. I can't help it. Like literally, that's what I thought of in the theater. I was just like, okay, interesting. So we retire. Like, it, I mean, it's literally. I, I felt like Rhodey was. Ro- I was in sync with Rhodey most of this time because he was literally like, cool. Thanos has a retirement plan. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did like how they they kind of addressed though that how you would how one would destroy the stones though uh, using the stones to get rid of the stones and everything because that is der- derivative from the comic books. So I thought that was really cool that they added that in there because I mean that's the only way to truly destroy them. Well, other than Scarlet Witch, that's another way. <laughs> but. Um, but all we know is that she can destroy one, not all. But yeah. Yeah. I <clears throat> I do, because like I, I've never read the comics. People mm-hmm. know that if you've ever listened to any of this. <laughs> um, but 
I was very like confused, I guess. I mean, like not confused in like a major way, but I was like, he worked so hard for this. And I, and he said something about it. He said something about why he destroyed them because they were destroying him or something. I don't know. I don't remember what exactly he said, but uh-huh. he he basically was like, I, I destroyed them because they served their purpose and like they could do more damage than whatever or whatever he said about it. And I uh-huh. was just like, yeah, but like you worked so hard for those. <clears throat> and yeah. people wanted them from you and like from an evil from a villain's perspective like he's preventing anybody else from reversing it or doing anything else uh-huh. with them i would just think that he would want them on standby because that was like his whole thing like he has no other purpose now in life but to farm so <laughs> why would he put one thing away that gives him a purpose right to do he'd be the most successful farmer ever right (laughs) well in into that though it's something that he kind of mentions in infinity war because he talks about destiny 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 and all this other kind of stuff um i I feel like at that point he felt like destiny had been fulfilled so there was no need he literally this guy literally had one goal from the beginning and he fulfilled said goal so he's like cool i did it like literally just check (laughs) so i feel like that was a lot of why because it wasn't ever really a temptation of power for him or a i might need these later it was literally i'm here to do one thing and one thing only and once that's done that's done that's it so i don't need it so yeah lived his whole life to snap his fingers yeah in a fancy glove but yeah so yeah that whole intro and everything like I really like seeing them coordinated and the Avengers uh, where all of a sudden it's like they weren't on the same page before. Now they are, which by the way, we didn't talk about Tony coming back. That exchange between Tony and Cap when uh, Captain Marvel looks like a, a daggum angel <laughs> saving him out of the middle of the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah when Tony and Capper are arguing and everything like that, he hit me hard. Like he's literally just sitting there calling Cap a liar and all this other kind of stuff. Like I just, that, that part that, that was my first choke up part right there. <laughs> I was just like, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I really lost it when he said, I think it was this conversation. God, maybe I'm wrong. It's been a while since I, I saw it opening night and I haven't looked at anything since. Um, <laughs> he said cap said we lost right mm-hmm. yeah that got yep. me right part i was like oh god yeah because <laughs> yeah. he because tony was sitting there saying I, I i lost the kid i i lost we i lost i lost and everything he's like tony we lost yeah, and then like, <laughs> yeah and then they go through and they basically rehash civil war right there in front of everybody and tony's like you're a liar you said that we'd go through this together yeah, the suit around the world and all that kind of stuff. He's like, you said that we would we would lo- win and lose together. He's like, you're a liar. And I was just like, man. Like, yeah. And while we're on it, the CGI of making Robert Downey Jr. look like he's sickly. Whoa. Right. <laughs> At first, I was like, he looks a little thin. <laughs> 
and then like he like was in a robe in like on the ground and i was like oh god yeah <laughs> yeah most of my most of this conversation is probably going to be me reenacting the sounds that i made I'm, I'm totally down with that <laughs> your real-time reactions yes <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know, if you watch this alongside Endgame, you get real-time reactions. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, that's that's the next thing we need to record. Just Cheyenne, like the exact time runtime of the movie, and everywhere so often. Wow. <gasps> no. <laughs> it's like me watching. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but three hours of like mostly like sobbing and yep. going oh like, <laughs> that would be fantastic yeah. <laughs> um but yeah but I-, I like seeing at the at the first of it they're basically the t- deteriorating relationship and and the cracks in the foundation because i don't know like once tony was saved i just kind of I guess the the comic book fan in me was just assuming that, oh yeah, now everything's okay. They'll work it out. They'll shake hands. Da, 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 da. And then he goes in like that, and it, I just wasn't expecting that. And maybe it was just I was so wrapped up in Tony's been rescued and all that kind of stuff, which Pepper didn't get dusted. That was cool. I liked that. Um, but yeah, but i like that they followed along with the like like we talked about earlier the, the through lines uh of the of the movie where it wasn't like it erased civil war it was still happening it's just that there was less of a choice to run from it basically yeah. it's just kind of like we're here let's hash it out and they hash it out and if tony hadn't been sickly and nearly dead then it probably would have been civil war all over again yeah yeah but yeah Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. The, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. The the acting. I I never really think about the acting when I watch Marvel movies because I'm just like action heroes, yeah. story, cool. Um, but man, it was good. Oh, it was so good. And <laughs> like I I've always loved Robert Downey Jr. Um, I watched him in something I think before Sherlock Holmes, but I significantly remember Sherlock Holmes and being like, he's funny. Like he's, he's good at this. Like he is somehow making a serious story, like not so serious mm-hmm. because of like the journeys that they go on in the Sherlock movies. Um, and like, he's just so what's the right word charismatic. Mm-hmm. And he carries that through all of the characters he plays, but his, his role as Tony Stark. And I'm sh- I hope he feels the same way. It- so I'm getting emotional. Wow. Did you, five minutes into our podcast for me to get emotional? Are we surprised? <laughs> um, like his, his uh, portrayal of Tony Stark is uncanny. And I don't, and obviously like we've never seen anybody else try. So like, hmm. we're not going to think anything else, but I can't imagine anyone else in that role. When I think about other actors, um, other people that have been in other superhero films or anything like that, he like brings so much of himself to that role Mm -hmm. and he portrays Tony Stark in his own life in general. Like I, I don't know if you guys saw him get out of the car with a a woman on his arm, throwing a peace sign. I was like, is he (laughs) he really, is that him? Tony, like what's happening? Um, (laughs) It was like him at an event. So I was like, that's him doing his thing. He's not playing his role. It's not a behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, I just really like that for me 
in that moment, I was like, this is like, this is going very hard on my heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, I normally, I don't ever take that. It doesn't ever hit me that hard about the acting in those moments. Cause I'm so focused on the story, but it did in that moment. I was like, this is a lot for both of them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Robert Downey. He, he deserves all the, all the awards for his acting in this. I mean, he was fantastic. Um, I mean, just out of this world, to be honest, because uh, I, mean, I agree with you. It's that's not something I really consider in the Marvel movies, and not that it's ever bad acting, but you go for the superheroes, <laughs> you know. Um, but I feel like Civil War was where it really started. Well, not even just Civil War. I mean, Winter Soldier, all those when they started really doing the sequels, all of a sudden it, it, everything kicked up a notch. Um, and it was great before, but you could visibly tell that something was different and something had changed and that there was just obvious improvement. And yeah, in, in this one, in Endgame, I mean, the acting was turned up to 11 for sure. Like it was, it was so great. They did, they did so well. Uh, Robert Downey was great. Uh, Chris Evans, I mean, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. With all the changes his character goes through and all the things he's all of a sudden, I mean, he, it's fantastic. And uh, kind of a point kind of along with the actors, too, is, you know, we've learned here in the recent um, after the Endgame came out, you know, a lot of the actors have been on shows and we realized, too, how secret it was. They were like talking about how they would be on set with sometimes nobody or they'd be on set with some people or, um, oh, who was it? He referred to one of the scenes as a wedding. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So everything yeah. was kept secret. So it just goes to, sh- goes to show you that even though, um, you know, they had really no idea or no backstory or dialogue really other than, you know, just their lines as to what was happening because nobody knew the the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. just goes to show you how well that they could still play their characters even without information. Oh, yeah. Probably really good, significant information, too, because obviously they're not going to tell you what happened, but they probably started to play like, you know, this certain event happened. So I kind of I kind of wish I had little eyes on the set. Yeah. You know, I'm sure yeah. they'll come out with some more behind the scenes stuff later. But, um, you know, just to kind of be like, well, what did you tell them, you know, to make them <laughs> act like that? Um, yeah. But I feel like it just goes to show you, too, how well these actors and how much they probably love those characters, too, because they've been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. So long. Yeah. Did you guys was I think it was or Chris Hemsworth? uh said he'll play Thor until they tell him he can't anymore. Yep. <laughs> That's good. I was like, yeah. Yes. Better. I'm very happy with that. Love Thor. Uh, yes, I love Thor. And I love all of what Thor went through and everything. So we'll go ahead and we'll move into our second part. He used the stones again. Hey. We'd be going in shorthanded, you know. Look, he's still got the stones, so. So let's get him. Use them to bring everyone back. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. Even if there's a, a small chance that we can undo this, I mean, we owe it to everyone who's not in this room to try. If we do this, how do we know it's gonna end any differently than it did before? Because before you didn't have me. Hey, new girl, everybody in this room is about that superhero life. And if you don't mind my asking, where the hell have you been all this time? There are a lot of other planets in the universe. And unfortunately, they didn't have you guys. So our second part, post Thanos. Post Thanos, uh, post Thanos, yes. So obviously they're all dealing with another loss because I mean they went for the head, but wasn't as satisfying because their friends are still gone. Yeah. Uh, didn't do anything. All it did was take a life. That's it. 
And so we get to see them all kind of dealing with it and everything. Um, it's it's interesting how each one of them deals with the finality of everything. Where a Black Widow, uh, she just immerses herself in in the in the job, basically in the mission. And side note, I think that the uh, earthquakes under the water that was like in passing mentioned that we can't do anything about it. It's an earthquake under the water. I think that might be Namor, but that's another thing. <laughs> Namor, he's the prince of Atlantis. He's a mutant. He's technically the first mutant. So, yeah. Mm. All right, I'll have to Google it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that might have been Namor. Makes but because now we learned new information in Homecoming, too. We did learn new information in Homecoming that we can maybe talk about at the end if we still have time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which should be very cool. But, yes. Uh, but I think that might have been Namor and, and thrown away as a passing because that's that's what happens in Marvel. It's always a passing comment, and it's yeah. like you remember that passing comment that probably had nothing to do with the character at the time. Now it does. <laughs> Here's a whole movie about it, <laughs> right? Here's a whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the way that uh, Natasha immerses herself in in inner work, uh, Clint goes off the rails like loses his mind which that uh, that opening scene was heartbreaking oh my god like family picnic great time and then they're gone yeah. and like like i cried i was just yeah. like because i mean like that was like legit like give him back his family what are you doing like i'm tearing up right now thinking about it um yeah but i mean he it, out of anybody he definitely had every right to just go you know what Cool. They can't be here. You can't be here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm like that for me because um, I definitely. I know we haven't covered all the all of them yet, but like I definitely identified with how. Um, God, I wanted to call her Scarlet just now. <laughs> Black Widow. Um, yeah, Natasha. Yeah, Black Widow. How she handled it, I would have handled it in a very similar fashion. I'm not very good at being like. Let's just ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to do that. Um, but, and her, like, passion to find him was really cool because we, I mean, like, we've seen their friendship and everything. Mm -hmm. But um, to see her get emotional about that and then to see him, I was like, oh, oh, she knows. Mm -hmm. She has to know. And that's why she's trying to find him. Like, and it was very... Like, it hit me harder because then I was like, oh, he's feeling this way. She's feeling this way. They don't know. Yep. <laughs> and then they handled it later. But anyways. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Kristen, what were your thoughts on it? Do you have any thoughts on uh, post-Thanos? Grief-wise, <laughs> who did you identify with? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like that Captain America just decided he wanted to stop, like, grief grief group there <laughs> he's yeah. still helping people he yeah. is well we know he's not <laughs> over his either <laughs> it was kind of like foreshadowing well i guess not foreshadowing i don't know whatever the word is but i mean because you know he's never really dealt with some of his grief either like his griefs you know because he even mentioned in the group about peggy yeah that he went in the he's ice and peggy, yeah. 40 something 70 years wasn't it 70. yeah 70 oh i was trying to think of the year yeah but. Uh, 1940 something but yeah yeah so 70 years later he came out yeah 
Thor is my spirit animal. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. And now I finally have a character that I can confidently cosplay. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you don't drink beer, so it's I don't drink beer, but I do have the gut. <laughs> You can carry a mug around with There you go. (laughs) Root beer or something. We'll just put another. An infinite root beer float. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But no, the the way that... Because I felt so bad for Thor in this. Because, I mean, dude loses his mom, then loses his brother, then his brother comes back, and then he loses his brother again, for real this time, and then he loses his dad, then he has to kill his sister, and... Then everyone's they gone. They lost Asgard, too. Yeah, they lost, lost his Asgard, people. his home. Dude lost everything. Yeah, his hammer. He had a very personal yeah. relationship with that hammer. Uh, <laughs> but, like, lost everything. And then you can visibly see how this has affected him. <laughs> I mean, like, he's changed quite a lot. I do love that Corgan Meek survived, though. That <laughs> was too. That was the best... It's like, oh, hey, man. Only saving grace. I don't think yeah. he would have. No Wi Fi password. <laughs> I love that you so much. 69's out of the game. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I was like, what are they talking about? Oh, my God, they're playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> Fortnite, nonetheless. Like, come on. <laughs> um, I also really. Okay, just while I'm thinking about it, I really love that these superheroes are not like secret superheroes, you know? I like that um, he can get on there and threaten a child. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Thor. Like, that's cool. Like, that's really funny um, because that kid knows exactly who he is Mm -hmm. and and how like Cap could tell his story about Peggy. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. I love that they can be completely themselves especially in a post-Thanos world, because that's got to be hard. Like, could you imagine if you had to, like, keep your identity secret Mm -hmm. and, like, survive? (laughs) Right. Like, live and deal with that? Like, I just, yeah. But I really like that aspect of it. I like that it deals differently with the secret identities, um, for sure. And that we get a little glimpse of that with Peter Parker. I love the panic he has on his face all the time where he's like, I'm not Spider-Man. I mean, even in the Far From Home trailer, we, we get a little bit of it. Yeah. She's, like, she's like, so you're Spider-Man. He's like, I, uh, 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 no? what? No? Right. You gotta be on your feet, man. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, that's the charm of Peter Parker is that he, he doesn't think on his feet. He's, he is quippy under the mask. Tiny human. Yes. I love him. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I love that. I, I definitely do. Um, what did you think of uh, Professor Hulk? <laughs> did he make you uncomfortable too? Because he made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't love that. Uh, I, to be fair, too, I didn't really love Thor. Like, I like his story. I like, I like, because he has such a struggle. I just didn't like that it lasted the, the whole movie. <laughs> I was just like, hey, get it back together, man. Like, like you've been doing that your whole life, so mm-hmm. you know how to do it. You know how to get it back together. You don't have to because you've been through a lot. But, like, I think there was a, there was a point in the movie where he could have, like, even if it was just right before the final battle, I think it would have 
been slightly more satisfactory, but that's just like mm-hmm. my personal thing. It's not like it didn't affect the story. Yeah. Like, that part of him did not affect the story in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, okay, you've dealt with your qualms. Like you got to focus. Right. You gotta focus. Like the, the body and everything does not matter. That is irrelevant. <laughs> he knew the God of thunder, his emotions. I was like, you have emoted for however many years, five years later, five mm-hmm. years, you've emoted for those years. Grief has no time limit, but <laughs> you're probably doing battle and you're still drinking beer. Can we focus? <laughs> like, that part kind of got to me. But <clears throat> other than that, like I was like, okay, cool. Cool story arc. Really funny. Yeah. And also like, very unexpected. But yeah, Professor Hulk. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Qualm number one besides Thor. Uh, the people... <laughs> Asking him for a photo. <laughs> I was like, uh, this is not necessary. This is really not important. And like the Ant-Man part, like it was like a silly joke after that. Like having Ant-Man be like, I'm Ant-Man. Yeah. Like that's very, that's very Ant-Man of him to do. Um, But it was just so like, I felt awkward in that <laughs> awkward scene. I was like, uh, I don't like this. Like, can we move on? <laughs> walk away, children. Walk away. It, it was yeah. like an episode of The Office is really what it was. It was literally like, he's like, oh, you want to get a picture? Take your phone. Just take your phone. I don't want it. Just no. <laughs> Gotta go. Leave. Yeah. Away. Yeah, I felt really awkward in that moment. But um, I think other than that, I mean, like, once they established him, like, Professor Hulk as his character for this movie. Mm-hmm. The the things he did after were funny, like when he's walking around and he's going, ah. <laughs> That's funny because yeah. they're already established him. It's not like something that he decided automatic, like randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could I could have lived without that. <laughs> I didn't really care for <laughs> Professor Holt, but I kind of liked that they finally were able to kind of mash Bruce Banner and Holt together because you could see the the battle that was happening. In several movies, honestly, just throughout. In Infinity War. Yeah, as I'm saying, like, because he wasn't present, too, in some other movies, mm-hmm. just because of his, like, internal struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So to kind of see him just be able to make peace, even though Professor Hulk wasn't really, uh, I don't know if it, would have, it was really the best, but maybe it was the one that made the most sense throughout right. it. But I just like that he was no longer, like, you know, like, trying to be like, no! <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like struggling there so hard, but yeah, it, it was yeah, unsettling. Nice yeah, it it was unsettling at first for me too, um, just because I was just kind of like, oh, what am I watching? Like, wait, what? <laughs> but I mean, I, I like Professor Hulk. Um, I liked him in the comics too, just because it's it's the perfect mash of Banner and Hulk. Like, you get all the strength with all the brain and everything, and then yeah, it's it's this resolve that Bruce has where he's like, I'm okay with this now. Like he, like you, like mm-hmm. both of you said, he's not at war with himself anymore. Um, so in that respect, I liked it. I, I, I really liked how all of a sudden he's become the the idol or whatever, like Hulk out <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, like- <laughs> <laughs> he's like marketing himself to the children now. Yeah, <laughs> I did like yeah. Professor Hulk though. I, I I didn't mind it. I definitely liked the interaction he had with what's her face. Supreme something. Oh, the, the uh, 
Yeah, the Oh, uh the movie. ancient one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was cool. cool. Yeah. I was like, what is her name? Um, <laughs> yeah. That His interaction really with her I thought was very like very banner of him. Mm-hmm. But just enough Hulk where it wasn't like awkward. It was like, I'm the tough guy, but I'm also smart and I need to have this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like cheesy Professor Hulk. It was like still very banner and very Hulk at the mm-hmm. same time in a good way. Yeah, he's he, like, I'm not asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, as soon as he said, I'm not asking, I was like, dude, you need to leave. This is not going to go well for you. Why you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did like how when she uh, did the astral projection, though, it was banner and not Hulk. I thought that was really cool. Yes. Loved that. Yeah. (laughs) I did really like that interaction. I was pleasantly surprised with that whole thing. And I, oh my God. Okay. All right. When, (laughs) when she, when he says strange gave us the time stone, Mm -hmm. gave him the time stone. And she like stops in her tracks. She's like, like, I'm sure in her head, she was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean he gave up the time stone? I'm going to go ham on this boy. Yep. <laughs> and she, like, is thinking through the whole thing. And I could just, like, see the cogs turning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, what is she going to do? Is she going to not, tra- like, my first thought was that she's going to not have him come at all anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if she just doesn't have him? And that throws this whole movie out the window. Yeah, like, that's honestly what I thought at first, too. I was like, man, boy just got fired without <laughs> even knowing it. I was scared. I was like, what happens? Yep. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, and then there's like this whole other time stone adventure, maybe. And then mm-hmm. and then like she revealed the whole thing and how she was going to handle the situation. She's like, he did it for a reason. Yeah. But that really, like that whole part, like screwed my mind up a little for a minute i was like it was really cool seeing like how how she interprets things to work and realities and all this other kind of stuff because um i really enjoyed uh the the whole the timeline thing that she did um but when she was talking about strange i got kind of like a real anakin vibe like the chosen one kind of thing he's like wait a minute he's supposed to be the chosen one and this is what he did he must have done it for a reason, <laughs> kind of stuff like that. It was just like all this, all this internal but external monologuing and everything. And Hulk was probably like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm really glad that she trusted him. Mm-hmm. Like in her head, that she trusted the Doctor Strange did it for a reason. Like it proves so much. First of all, how powerful she was internally too to know that she did such a good job training him and that he did such a good job learning and becoming Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm that she could trust him in the past. Yeah. In the future. <laughs> right. <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, that to me spoke so much to not only her abilities, mm-hmm. but to his, because that means that he has that now. Mm-hmm. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and since we've already started into the time stone <laughs> or the stone uh, conversation, let's go ahead and move on to that part. Um, okay. Before we move away to, to, did anybody else have anything to say about post Thanos? Um, let me check. I don't think so. <laughs> Checking <Nope>. your theater notes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, for all the listeners, I wrote all my notes in the dark, in notebook, <laughs> all those pages out, reread them, and rewrote them in a nice way where I could actually understand them. Cheyenne comes prepared. <laughs> I am great. Okay. Cool. Moving on. Kristen, you good? All right, yeah. cool. So, yes. So, they go back in time for the stones, which... 
I have a theory. And you know how I am about my theory, Cheyenne. Um, I think that they didn't actually go back when. I think they went back where. I think they jumped realities. I don't yeah. think they went back in time. Because the way that uh, Professor Hulk uh, describes it is that... Because I love the whole part where they were talking about all the time travel movies. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all Die Hard? These. Wait, that's not one. Yeah, Die Hard. No, that's not one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lose a big following by saying this. I've never seen any of those. We need to make that happen. I'm going <laughs> to guess Kristen. Okay, I was about to say, I was like, I don't think Kristen has either. Because I've, I've been introducing her to Indiana Jones and, and, and a lot of those. And... She got hooked because of Harrison Ford, to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> we'll keep it PG, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So so yeah. So we'll have to go back and rectify that for sure. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, when when Hulk's talking about uh, how time travel actually works, talking about how uh, the past would become your future, your future, your past, and and things yeah. like that, is that it's in and how it doesn't affect. What you do in the past will not affect the future. The future stays the same. It's basically like taking a chunk and placing it somewhere else is how I understood it, which makes me think that when they went back in time, especially now that we've seen the Far From Home trailer, um, where he talks about how the snap tore a hole in the reality and now multiple Earths are colliding kind of things like that. Um, So... I think that they were jumping realities when they thought they were going back in time. So they were going back to points that were familiar to them, but were not theirs. And now they've messed them up in a grand way. So so there's that. By taking the things they were after in each movie. Right. Like. <laughs> well, and on top of that, I mean, going back to just uh, the first Avengers one where they went to. Loki's got the, the stone. Like, yeah. he takes it, he's gone, so he's not captured. So, yeah. Dark World doesn't happen. <laughs> or it happens, ah! happens very differently. Exactly. So, that's the thing, is, like, even though they were go- they went back and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we're going to, if we place them back in there, even the Ancient One agrees. If you put them back in place, then it should work. No, that's not how that works. Because the things still happened. Because if, if you were able to place the stones back where you got them, in the exact time you got them, then that would be just like affecting the future. I don't know. It, it, it's yeah, it's <laughs> and I feel you explaining it is helping me like a little, but like I feel the same way that I felt in the theater when Hulk was explaining it, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Like, can we just do it? Can we go and then take it back and put it back? <laughs> right? <laughs> Show me the next movie with consequences yeah. work." Well, and that's the thing is like in taking in the whole idea behind everything that they were saying is if we put the stones back exactly where we found them, everything should be the same is saying that you can go to the past to influence the future because you went and you removed them. So that would have changed the reality of the time or whatever. But that's the thing is like if they go back and they when they do, they go back and they put the stones back and everything. It's not going to change anything. It causes multiple instances of multiple realities and multiple possibilities of what happened um, where you've got one reality where Loki leaves, which I think may be the Loki TV series that's going to be coming out uh, for... Did you not know? No! Yes, Disney Plus. There's going to be a Loki series. It's going to be live action? Yeah. 
<laughs> there's going to be uh, Loki. There's going to be Scarlet Witch and Vision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, yeah, which the Falcon and Winter Soldier now is exponentially more exciting now that we know yeah. what happens. So, <laughs> but yeah. Wow. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I feel like I just opened your world up. Just then. I love Loki so much. And I think I love him because of Tom Hiddleston. Oh, absolutely. Out of mischief, how cool is that? Right. He plays the character so well. He really does. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so that's my big theory. That's a good theory because I don't, I didn't really think of it very long, for very long. Because like I said, I was very confused. (laughs) Oh, as we were walking out of the theater, I was working it out like i was like so what if it was this and this and this and this and so yeah that's i mean when you explained it it made sense it's they went to where they remembered it was Mm -hmm. they were talking about the when but that could very well have been for like fans to know when that we're going back mm-hmm. to this movie. You remember this right. movie? We're going back to that one. <laughs> well, and and even inadvertently when they were talking about going through time travel where Tony shows up with the the time travel GPS on his hand and stuff like that, like he they even kind of allude to it being a location, not time and everything. So that's when he was like, "Yeah, you, you pushed time through him and you didn't push him through time." So mm-hmm. time travel, which was really funny. It was really funny. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't know who peed my pants. It was old me, or young me, or me me. <laughs> that was so great. Um, but yeah, it, so they kind of allude to it being location rather than actual time. But I don't know. We'll see. We're far from home. Because uh, the only thing about Mysterio, who is Jake Gyllenhaal. Mysterio's kind of a liar, so he may not be from another Earth. So oh, no. we'll see what happens. While we're just, while we're talking about timelines, very short tangent. Uh, cat versus cat. Whoa. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I was that. like, this is cool. Yes, and I loved. I could do this all day. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the comedy and that was good. The, the fight was good. Mm-hmm. And just like knowing that he knows what he's thinking in that moment, I was like, this is funny. This yes. is great. <laughs> yeah, that whole traveling back and seeing them in their younger selves too and just kind of watching those roles play out was really funny because even like Cap in the elevator, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, was so good to me. <laughs> he was like, no, you don't have to do that. Hell Hydra. <laughs> and it is amazing. Yeah. I was just like, yes. Well, and they took a huge comic book controversy and made it funny. Yeah. That actually happened in the comics. I don't know if, yeah. Yeah, there's a Steve Rogers uh, joins Hydra kind of. Yeah, he actually line. is Hydra. Yeah, it was one of the newer lines. Everyone lost their mind. Um, this was actually when... I had, I was actually starting with another podcast before Kessler and Weekly and everything, um, and it was a topic that we had talked about where we all lost our mind. Like um, Jenna, one of our friends, was reading the comic while we were discussing it on the show because she hadn't read it, and we literally got yeah. her instant reaction. She was like, "What was that?" Because <laughs> not no. only not only does he tell somebody hail Hydra, but he also kills someone, like pushes them out of a helicopter. Yeah. Um, 
long story short, he ends up brainwashed is what it was. So um, somebody was messing with his head, implanted memories that he was Hydra and not Captain America. And that's where it all came from. Yeah. (laughs) But the fact that in literally in one panel, you've got Captain America standing there and he literally just goes, hell Hydra. And it's just like, wait, what did you just do? (laughs) So yeah, I was not a fan of it either at the time. And but they 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 do well with it in Infinity War for sure. <laughs> it was definitely much more I really liked the parallel because it threw me off at first. The parallel of the elevator scene because I thought it was the other elevator scene. Yeah, where they all like start to beat the crap out of him, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What's happening? Like, wh- this is not where we were. We're not <laughs> in the same building. We're not even in the same area. What's yeah. going on?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay. Here's what's going on." But it was I really loved that parallel yeah. so much because it it threw me so hard. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, and Ant-Man was kind of us commentating, too. And that's what I love so, so much because, yeah. like, like he, he was and Cap was like, yeah, these guys are Hydra and everything. And he's like, how did you not know they were a Hydra? They, they look, look like bad, bad guys. guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, I love that so much. Um, but, like, it, it was cool kind of i guess it was almost like going down memory lane a little bit um getting to see all this stuff from a different point of view especially with uh iron man like when they're posing over loki that cool shot at the end of avengers and he's like all right are we gonna stand here and pose all day we're gonna do something like (laughs) so kind of like like the behind the scenes of it and then the no more stairs yes no more stairs Well, I thought for a second when he yelled that he was going to just jump straight down the middle. I'm like, right. Go, go. And then right. I was like, so many stars. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It was pretty great. <laughs> and then Tony later, he's like, I'm sorry. I just got hit by the Hulk. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It was it was pretty cool, but and there's other changes. I mean that that reality right there was probably the biggest changes too, because Loki gets away with the tesseract. Um, Cap uses the Mind Stone on other Cap, so we don't know what implications that has. So, I mean, mm, hopefully not many. My God, I mean that's what I'm saying. Maybe that actually is Hydra Cap. <laughs> that's Stop. what I'm saying. <laughs> but. See now, Kristen's mind's like, "Oh God, it's true." I don't want it. I don't want it to happen. God, oh, I just yeah. When I think about that movie, I could have included this in the spoiler-free part, but like, I very similar to when I left the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I just kind of sat in my car. Like, <laughs> um, what? is going on <laughs> where do i go how do i get home <laughs> um, and then i like came home and i sat down and i was like all right what just happened <laughs> and it like it kind of just kept cycling in like a i don't I haven't fully registered everything that went on because it was three hours of a lot mm. uh i need to go see it a second time but yeah i just and so like thinking about things like that mm-hmm. very much throws me right back in to the fray of like what just happened yeah, see you're gonna go watch it today right no i'm just kidding <laughs> she might not go always talking right <laughs> i don't want to watch it again right <laughs> i need it i need to see it again 
it's just I don't know. That's I mean, it's it just like with uh, just like with Star Wars. I mean, it's my favorite thing to do is theorize. So I don't know. All this reality stuff's right up my alley. Um, but I did have not a complaint. Okay. I kind of wish, and, and I don't have a suggestion of how it would have happened otherwise. But I didn't like how the Soul Stone went down. The uh, Nat versus uh, Clint. I didn't like that. I didn't like. I wasn't. I wasn't sad until Clint came back and he was like, "She's gone," or she didn't come back, or however he says that. When they're like, "Where's Nat?" and everything. That's when it kind of set in for me. But that whole moment, the the crazy cool action of throwing each other back and forth and all that kind of stuff, like I I understood the turmoil and I and I got it, but I just wasn't in it. I don't know. So I have the opposite. Really? Yeah, I really liked it. I was really into it. Um, I really didn't want it to be either one, but you could kind of see the love they had for each other. Because even starting out, you know, Clint was all like, "Oh, yeah," like he knew it was going to be him, and then she was like, "Oh, it's going to be me." But both of them didn't realize that, so he was like, "I don't think we're talking about the same person." <laughs> <laughs> so you could tell either either way, both of them were willing to sacrifice themselves for. The greater good, I guess, in a way, like they've been doing, and and Clint already went down a dark road that he didn't think he could come back from, and mm-hmm. Nat had put her whole life into, you know, trying to get people back, so and just save other people. So I don't know. I, I liked the kind of back and forth that they had because you could tell they both really cared about each other and they didn't really want to see each other go. Mm-hmm. So I kind of liked it, but I wish it would have been either. I, I wish they all could just. Stayed. Everybody could have been happy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there had to be some sacrifice too. I mean, loss. Yeah. yeah, I I think that was it. Was very like for me the deaths we had what vision, mm-hmm. Nat, Loki. If you want to count the beginning of yeah, Loki, yeah, and Heimdall, Heimdall, and uh, I forgot about and him. then Tony. Oh, I always yeah. forget about him. I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> And then obviously the big one at the end that we can spoil, but we'll talk about it at the end anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, I, yeah, I very much, I, I liked it too. Um, I could see how it could be hard to, hard to enjoy, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, um, or hard to be okay with. Um, Cause it is understandable from like a storyline perspective. I very much like, <laughs> And I feel really bad saying this out loud, but uh, in my head, I was like, it's got to be Nat because he's got a family. So and I felt really bad. Yeah. That, that's where that's where I was at. I felt like it was predictable because yeah, when was. you look at the two of them, it's like, OK, the story progresses with Clint. He has a family. He's getting his family back. Nat, and as dark as this sounds, Nat cannot have kids. We addressed that back in Age of Ultron. There is no future for Nat. She has no family. She has no family. It's Other just the Avengers, yeah, but... the Avengers and Clint. That's it. Right. So yeah. obviously, she would want to make the logical sacrifice play, and yeah, and I hate that my mind went that way. But at the same time, that's what made it to where I didn't really enjoy it because I felt like I already knew who was going to die. Right. So, yeah. yeah. She's so logical that there was no way for her to argue that, and like I just really, I really love her. <laughs> like, yeah. And I. This this movie solidified that for me because at first I thought like oh I just like her because she's like a bad woman like she's great she can 
stand up for herself, etc. Mm-hmm. Which is fine enough reason to like her, but like I've very much solidified it for me that like she's like the mom. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I kind of was the mom throughout like my college time, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of going through the logics, logics, <laughs> logical explanations and stuff. Mm-hmm. On that same emotional plane, and seeing her think it through, slash, there, yeah, they're far, they're fighting back and forth before it. I was like, yeah, this is die. This is who I don't want to use the word should, but should die. <laughs> considering, like, I know that's where her mind went. She was like, you have a family. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna let you do this. Right. Like, I know that's what she was, doing. Mm-hmm. and that's what they were probably thinking when they wrote it. He's got a family. We got to make sure Nat says that. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Uh, I got a little nervous just because I know how Marvel is. So I feel like, you know, they did go with the obvious choice, which we all found very obvious. But at the same time, I was a little nervous that they were just going to like, you know, because I think that was kind of the whole banter back and forth with it is why they did that. Because they, they probably knew that Nat would be the obvious choice for most people. So they wanted to kind of make it seem like it could possibly go either way. Well, and I mean, they loved each other. They were They were friends. And, and that's yeah. why they were able to get the soul stone is they genuinely did love each other. Yeah. And one laid down their life for another. And it, thinking back to Avengers and everything, like it kind of was always going to be the play because they always yeah. talked about Budapest and, and the times that they've had together and things like that. It was always reminiscing. It was always the past for them. And so it felt like, it kind of was inevitable that something was going to happen that one or the other was going to lay down their life for the other. Yeah. So. Can I just say I really wanted Captain America to face Red Skull again? Oh, I know. Just because I wanted to see his reaction. It's all I wanted. Yeah. Like, I kind of wish that well, Clint would give us to. a little bit more, um, like, because he said the red face guy or something like that. He didn't even yeah. really say much. And I was, like, looking at Cap, like, is he going to react? He's going to react. He knows a red face guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cap had to have seen Red Skull. He returned the Soul Stone. I. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so him and Red Good Skull point. had a chat. You returned all of them. <laughs> but how do you. We talked about that, though. How do you return that? Because you can't. Throws it at him from a portal. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> What was the return policy on the stone? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you would return a soul stone. So it was a soul for a soul. I don't know how you would... Because you can't take it back and get the soul back. So I, don't, right. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, what maybe if he gave Skull the stone? Uh, and that's how Skull comes back. No, but they said that he's, that's not yeah, going to happen because they already maybe. confirmed that he doesn't even have the same memories. He's not the same Red Skull. Yeah. You're right. So he has no ambition I, for the stone. At that true. Point. But what if the soul stone were able to re- uh, like reactivate something in him? I don't know. Because we don't know what the soul stone can do. That's literally the only stone we don't know what it can do. <laughs> it's just the soul stone. I, I feel like it probably is what powers the the thought that you have when you have the stones. Okay. Like, like Thanos wanted to get rid of 
half the half existence and so the soul stone took that into account to help the other stones create the possibility because you just snap your fingers when you have them mm-hmm. it's whatever you want so i feel like that's probably what the soul stone does is what you're asking for you know what i mean mm-hmm. feels your soul <laughs> and is like this is what they Makes want sense. yeah and it's just a far-fetched theory i don't know anything about the stones very much but yeah. um I was thinking the same thing. Like if he gave the soul stone to Red Skull and he was like, here you go. And Red Skull was like, oh, oh, this is my time now. Yeah. But I have a question for you guys Mm -hmm. because I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've asked this before. Why is he so like floaty and ominous, the Red Skull? Because he's like Kristen said, he's technically not Red Skull. Um, Because whatever has happened to him that transferred him into a stonekeeper, um, he's different. So, and that's why he even in Infinity War mentions that he he himself once pursued the stones. But the way he talks about it, it's almost like he it's a it's a far off story, like a legend, like it's been millennia or something like that. Where he's just kind of like, yeah, I once pursued them and they cast me out. So yeah, okay. But right. we don't know what the Soul Stone can do, so we don't know if by returning the stone somehow he's able to obtain it because. Right, because, yeah, exactly, the soul's already paid, so how do you return it? So, like, that yeah. that was the thing that got me, he, is that some of those stones are not returnable. <laughs> like, it's just kind of like, cool, but, I mean, even the Tesseract, it's a stone, because it's, but it's not in its casing anymore. So then it's oh, just a stone. And then same with the, the orb. ether, too. Yeah, the ether's the same way. They took that out of Nellie Portman. Yeah. Like that wasn't that was that just liquid. Go, Return back to her. Like, here, have yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. Go inject yeah. it right back in her. <laughs> exactly. And then there's the, the orb where if they were going to return it to Morag, it's not in its orb anymore. It's just the stone. So the, where do they return it? Exactly. Oh! Okay. Things were not returned where they needed to be returned. There's just no possible way. I wonder what it's like. I feel like it's got to be like this around a big giant table. And they're like, all right, guys, where'd we put all the stones? (laughs) (laughs) What did we do with them? Yeah. And all the comic books are like laid out on the table. And John Favreau's like, Russo brothers, you got any (laughs) (laughs) ideas? What are we doing? Yeah. Stress. But yeah, but I mean, that further cements that there's no chance that the stones could have gone exactly where they were supposed to go. Because many of them can't be returned to their original state. Right. My brain is yeah. mush. Can you imagine Captain America trying to inject uh, Jane Foster with the... <laughs> it's like, I know we just got this out of you, but... <laughs> Take it back. It's for your own good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah so i mean that that further cements that um but moving on from the stones to what we actually truly want to talk about that final battle lord have mercy great yes well and so was i the only one that was so sucked into the battle that i forgot people came back <laughs> <laughs> i mean kind of yeah i was gonna say i just remember them getting started to mm-hmm. like go into the battle and then seeing portals portals open and I was like, oh yeah! Huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. I knew so they were there, but they hadn't showed up yet and I was thinking, where the heck are they? Yeah. 
yeah, I was like, like spaceships, maybe they're just not in this one, and we see them like in different areas after the battle. Mm-hmm. No, I was just very like I was focused on Cap. Exactly. I was like, oh, also, oh, also worthy like, Cap, <laughs> worthy Cap. Oh, oh my yeah. God! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was the that best. Was, oh man. Okay. So worthy Thor, though, too. Worthy guys, Thor, yes. I, I, I love how excited he got. <laughs> he was like, I'm so worthy. <laughs> that was a good part, yeah. He needed I, that win. <laughs> um, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I have I have an app called TikTok. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh it's like Vine combined with musically. Okay. Um it's just like short videos that people can do and people have been doing that scene where uh, Cap says Avengers and then like music assemble. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they've been like reenacting the scene or whatever and people will uh, sing with it and do their different cosplays or whatever as mm-hmm. the characters. And I get emotional every time. Like, <laughs> these are like dumb videos. Like somebody did one and he like pulled a pan into his hand. <laughs> and I was like, and then I still was like, oh, God. <laughs> it's such a great moment, though. Such a good day. I'm going to cry. <laughs> they could not have done that any better. Oh, I know. I know. It was so great. I, I, and I loved how it introed everything, too, with, with Sam on your left. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes. eyes are red. Like I mean, it, that was that was a moment where me and Kristen both were like, "Oh my god, oh my god, it's happening!" <laughs> like yeah. freaking out, yeah. yeah they wrecked my life, right? Yeah. I honestly enjoyed the look on Thanos' face, though. Oh, I know. He gave a lot of worried looks yeah. um, throughout that battle um, when the portals opened, mm-hmm. um, when he almost got his butt handed to him by uh miss wanda oh that was my favorite yeah that was the girl were like she has help oh yes women power yes (laughs) Yes. it makes me so happy i hope somebody like makes a t-shirt with all their faces on it yes if not i'm gonna make it right (laughs) oh god that i Okay, I told you guys already, I was crying from the beginning to the end. The crying could have been like how it is now. The tears are just kind of in my eyes. <laughs> that scene, the Avengers Assemble scene, all of that combined, I was sobbing. And I was like making like sobbing sounds. I was like, oh my god, uh, the whole time. The guy next to me like cheering and like rooting. So I knew I wasn't bothering him. And my friend was just kind of like, are you okay? And at one point I looked over at Jeannie and he was like, so no so it wasn't like that (laughs) (laughs) well so we went on opening night and i go on opening night because that's when all of the 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 hardcore fans usually try to go and they're the ones that come out and they're cheering and they're going crazy and they're going nuts and everything 
And that's what I love. I love like it's it's like the electricity from Star Wars Celebration. It literally yes. it, that's as close as I can get without having to go to Star Wars Celebration. And, yeah, and it's it's pain awesome. to go to a convention. Yeah, yeah. It, it's awesome being in in a room like that. When we went open and I, I don't know if just our theater was dead or what happened. Nobody said a word at oh. all. Every great once in a while you hear like a <gasps> or something like that, but that is it. And so I'm literally the idiot in my chair sitting there trying not to just jump up and scream and cheer and everything. I'm sitting there going, yeah, I started clapping. And I hit a stop because you realize nobody else is clapping <laughs> but him. And I was like, what a rip off. I know. Like, hey, I want a better audience. <laughs> I paid for an experience. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But like, I was literally just like in my chair going, you. Like I like I felt like so rigid, like freaking out, but it was all I could do to not like disturb the entire theater. Like I wanted to just stand up and be like, Yes, yes. (laughs) It was so exciting. Like, I mean how can you not be excited at that? She would have been so embarrassed of me. I already was. What are you talking about? You're already throwing your arms in the air like a weirdo. The only person in the theater, like, remotely like You're ready to fight the I I'm pretty sure I was the only one sobbing as hard as I was. Like, I, oh, guys, I, not a good time. I was, <laughs> I felt so bad for my friend because she was like tearing up and stuff. And she, so she grew up where um, her like teacher at some point, I don't remember what grade she said, but her teacher was Chris Evans' sister. What? So, like when they went, saw, yeah, when they went and saw all of these movies while she lived there. They like she would be there and she'd be like, How are you? Like they just like were buds. I don't know if she ever met Chris. I feel like she said she has. But like so she's very like close to it in that way. Mm-hmm. Like she loves him. Captain America's her favorite. She's like, he is an amazing human. He embodies this character. Like this is awesome. Mm-hmm. So she gets emotional for like that reason and for the story. Mm-hmm. But I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> I was a mess. Um and I, cause I got, I, I'm sorry that your experience was not great. My theater was awesome. <laughs> I wish I could have been I'm in that really theater. <laughs> no. Okay, that, yeah. Our theater was great. The guy next to me on it. He was like, every time there was an event, <laughs> yes, let's go. He was loud. He was into it. It wasn't like obnoxious loud. Like he was fine during the important parts, but I'm sure he was. He had to bear with me because I had to bear with him. I was crying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's... Oh, God. There was so much in that that final battle that brought brought everything so completely Mm well-rounded. Yeah. So completely completed it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Completely completed it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I can't, like, stop saying that it was so beautifully written because it was. It just... It finished up a lot of stories, mm-hmm. and it gave mm-hmm. peace. Even like yeah. with Quill seeing Gamora, even though it wasn't the same <laughs> Gamora, and he got pit in his nether regions <laughs> for it. It was still really, it was really satisfying to him, even though it wasn't the same Gamora he loved at that point. That for him, she wasn't gone. I love that it was between him and a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Nebula. I want to talk about Nebula real quick, too, because I really liked her story. Mm. You know, how we got her in the beginning with Iron Man, um, 
when they're on that him and her and Tony on that the blue ship. <laughs> yeah. And she's still so like, huh, huh, you know, because they're trying to play like paper football. <laughs> and she's like trying to like defend the football thing. You know, it's just really funny. But then you see kind of her growth and then you see where she's at in two different timelines. Mm-hmm. You know, how yeah. much she's wanting to please her father versus where she's at now um, with the Avengers. It's just how things have changed. And I don't know. I really, she wasn't a really big character, but I feel like she was big enough. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like she kind of was everywhere you needed her to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's a really good way to put that. Yeah. She had a lot of growth and I liked that. Yeah. I definitely, I remember how much I didn't like her. Yes. I I hated her. And like all the things. Yeah, was, you're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop trying. Your sister's better. Like Which, whatever. It's fine. It's funny too because she was, and that, and when she got the gauntlet from Clint, she was like, "Father, I have it." And I was in there thinking, "You're an idiot!" Like, <laughs> yeah. if you're trying to be good and get it, like walk away from the man you just took it from. Right. So that be covert or something. Right? <laughs> so you could just see like how arrogant. I guess she was in that time where she thought she could just swoop in and take something and be like, I plead you, Father, here you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was annoying. <laughs> but he knew her yeah. is fine. <laughs> I mean, she's literally the character that died to herself. Like, was killed by herself. Yeah. But <laughs> she had to kill her past. She, yep. She let Ooh. the past die. Ooh. She killed it because she had to. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, oh my God. See, Star Wars is everywhere. I'm surprised that didn't happen more often. Right. I don't want to say more often. There's not that many bad ones, but mm-hmm. yeah. We didn't kill each other. Um, right. Something else I was going to say. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Notes. Yeah, I know. I, I, so many. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, can we talk about Stan's cameo for a second? Yes. Oh. Okay, it was so fast, but it was, it was important. It was, and, and I love that his final cameo was make what was it? Make love, not war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like your whole job is to write about war. Right. <laughs> what you did with your life? <laughs> make love, not war, man. <laughs> I was like, so good. You. Yeah. <laughs> that was so great. I, I'm a little sad. This is like rewinding a lot. I'm a little sad that they didn't do the Stan introduction again. I, I know that too. it. I think. We talked, yeah, I think we talked about it last time when we did mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. Yes. How it was like it was special because it was before Captain Marvel. It was special because it was before one movie. Mm-hmm. They and it was so close to his death. I get why they put it in that. They could have put it in both and gotten away with it. Mm-hmm. Because even during that, I didn't like the intro song. And I would have liked the intro song if the images were Stan. Absolutely. Because it was like very like solemn and soft and like heartfelt song. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't like that with the regular Marvel intro. I was like, if, if this was the Stan intro, I would be crying. Yeah. yeah. I'm not crying because I don't like this song with these images because I want to feel like we're ready. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like that's kind of where I was in my mindset. So that it kind of like... Didn't set me up for success at first. The but, whole movie um, felt like it had a Guardian soundtrack. Yeah, to me. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very well, often. It James Gunn had something to do with it. He did. So, he did. But he's I, back. I do agree with the whole Stan intro. I, even if they didn't want to do the entire thing, 
Um, I think there should have been like a small snippet of it because this was the end of the movies. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This thing that Stan had worked so hard to build. And I I don't know. I don't want to say that they just like spit on him or anything, you know. But at the same time, I felt like it didn't really do him any honor to kind of give him a small, other than his cameo, you know, just a small thing in the intro. Maybe even in the ending or something, you know what I mean? Because everyone waited, yeah. you know, at the end. You always wait at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like even they could have just I already started. got, I had I had gotten the spoiler that there's no end credits, and I was like, I'm sitting here anyways. Yeah, I Googled it. We did, Right too. then, theater, just to make sure. And Yeah. I, they could have done something, well, I think, even like, if it was I just can't. a quick interview or something, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, Stan's done so many interviews, even something, even the interview, the very stereotypical, everybody quotes an interview where he's like, in a hundred years, I just hope that people um, say that they enjoyed my writing, if somebody says that. Even if they were just throwing that quote up on the screen, like, I would have been... leaving the theater destroyed if that had happened like or throw yeah throwing the quote up throwing the um interview in there just throwing a picture up and saying thank you Mm -hmm. my shirt literally says thank you stan it says thank you stan throw it on screen (laughs) i'm saying like just something you know even if they didn't want to redo that whole intro just because you know they didn't maybe they just didn't want to make it more sad than what the movie already was going to be but to just yeah. not credit him i guess other than his name you know in the you know the people who did the movies you know what i'm saying like i just it, yeah. there should have been something extra mm-hmm. for him yeah it could have been could have been better for sure that was probably the biggest thing that kind of got me was just like i wanted more recognition for him yeah so yeah. he deserved yes. it <laughs> yeah he did i'm Absolutely. gonna cry thinking about it Am I right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So so moving on to, well, I guess not necessarily happier things, the ending. (laughs) 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 So so what did you think of uh, I Am Iron Man? God. Um, This is make Cheyenne an emotional wreck night is what this is. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect, beautiful, iconic, amazing. Improvise. Could, could have done it better. Yeah. I, oh my god. Um. He. Ah. Uh, I can't talk about it. You guys talk. <laughs> well, did you know that it was an improv line? It wasn't original. No. Yeah. You're it's not. Her. Stop it. <laughs> it wasn't an original part of the script. Um. In an interview, I think with the the Russos, they were talking about how they they wanted something there, and that in the script it was just Tony snapping. And that was it. Um, but they kept watching it over and over again while they were going through editing and getting it finished and stuff like that. And they're like, it needs something. He came in with quips. He needs to leave with quips. Yeah. And so that's when yeah. that's when Robert Downey came up with saying, I am Iron Man. Uh, I thought that was... <laughs> I thought that was great, though, that I am inevitable. And he's like, I am iron man and yeah. just boom i was like yes <laughs> that ending was so good it was so scary at first too because all you could see was thanos with the gauntlet again oh i know i was not like not even, again yeah and he got so close so many times and yep. luckily marvel you know swooped in and was able to hold him off for a few minutes but then he finally had to get it back on that and, headbutt though and yeah and then <laughs> iron man was able to kind of hold him off yeah. for a second and then he, uh, that that when he looked at Strange though, I don't know if you even really noticed it. But I noticed mm-hmm. it like right there when Strange because he was busy, you know, holding the things, and he just you just see that one the one finger come just up, come up just a little bit 
straight and stuff because he's like trying to tell him like this is the one because he asked him mm-hmm. you know in the middle of the battles like is this it and he's like if i tell you it's not going to happen and it's true because because he has a family yeah he didn't want to roll the dice he wanted to mm-hmm. go back to his family after it was all over with so he had the most to lose out of everyone yeah he really did everyone every already lost everything honestly did mm-hmm. and i it was he just so his life yeah, mm-hmm. and it was just so clever for him to actually grab the stones. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess they realized taking the gauntlet wasn't working because mm-hmm. it hadn't worked. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing is, like, the the glove that Thanos had was not an actual Infinity Gauntlet. It was Iron Man made. So yeah. <laughs> it was of his own yeah, design. But, so he was just like, detach. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it just it just had to hold the stones. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. But, yeah, I thought all that whole ending sequence was beautiful um i did not think that they were going to kill him after almost killing him in infinity war i was very shocked but at the same time when you look at look at it 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 can't be anyone else because again tony had the most to lose like he could have said no and just lived his life Mm -hmm. been okay been done but it's not him. It was. It's not about him. That's like, not who he is. Pepper even you know talked about with him is he was like I just want to throw it at the bottom of the lake and go to go to sleep and she's like but would you rest? Yeah. Because it's right, not his yeah. character. It's not his person oh, to just. I got a lump in my throat when you said it, that. <laughs> throw things away and not yeah. you know deal with it, especially if you have a chance and opportunity because you could feel his guilt too because even he had a you know a picture of Spider Man in his kitchen, him and Spider Man, and you could just tell the whole time he was just ridden with regret regret guilt yeah. and mm-hmm. it was just eating him and there's no way there's no way he could have well yeah. like cap was cap would have been too predictable because mm-hmm. to to me i feel like like because people that love captain america like i i do enjoy him i'm not really attached to him in any particular way so like he I, comparatively cap and iron man are on the same level from a like leadership standpoint mm-hmm. slash like we've been around longest in yes. the MCU for all of us watching the films. Um and like he to me he would have been too predictable to die in that battle. Mm-hmm. I think the way that he his story finished was impeccable. Absolutely. I did not expect that at all. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I thought deliver the stones, come back, live your best life because you survived. <laughs> yeah. Like I oh yeah and then or I just expected him to die in the battle and when he didn't mm-hmm. and when Tony did I I it was all kind of coming to me I was like oh, okay so he's gonna be out first they're gonna not cap out in a second like, <laughs> other things are um yeah. I just I fully fully expected both of them to die mm-hmm. um not saying the cap doesn't because he came back for old but but um I think that was very like. Here, you can foreshadow from here. We don't need to break your hearts anymore. Right. Um, well, and then on uh, top of that, Bucky knew he wasn't coming back because he told him he's going to miss him. Yeah. So he knew he wasn't coming back. And I love that he gave him the same line that Cap gave him when Bucky went off to war, too. The, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. I love that so much. It's just like, oh, bros. I yeah. love it. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you guys feel about sam getting the shield i love it so much um because it makes more sense to me because the the dynamic of bucky and cap as played out in the marvel cinematic universe it's they're they're friends but in no way would ever bucky 
ever, Bucky would, would ever step into that mantle. Yeah. Um, yes. and, and it was reminded to me, actually, that the reason he does in the comics is basically to keep Iron Man and Wolverine from taking his shield and saying that he died. Yeah. So he steps in. He's like, no, you're not doing this. I'll be Captain America. Um, so that's the only reason Bucky becomes Cap in the comics. Sam, he takes up the mantle because in that time, it's old man Steve Rogers. Uh, so, I mean, it kind of plays out the same way. He, he's old. The super, the super soldier serum is no longer keeping him from de-aging. So he's aging normally from the point and, and rapidly. And so he passes on the mantle at that point and becomes Captain Falcon. No, I'm just kidding. Captain America is what he goes by. <laughs> but, like, it'd be... It's, it's going to be cool. Especially how, uh, uh, how into it Sam got that first hit. When he came in, dug his wings in, I was like, geez, he ain't playing. Right. <laughs> I, I really like that, because for me, I never really expected that. Like, really? you know, I, I don't know any of the storylines prior to these. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really, I didn't expect him to pass on the show. And when he did that, I was like, that's really cool. Because to me, in my only watching the movies brain, Sam is kind of secondary. Mm-hmm. Um just because he's always been ready to help others. He's not necessarily ever the one at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that they can do that. They can just pull a secondary character and go, here you go. Yeah. Shield. Because <laughs> like, his development now is going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah. Because, I mean, now what do you do in a world without Captain America? When you are Captain America. Like, how do you continue that yeah. legacy and that mantle? Oh, so. That's why you grab one and tell me right now, y'all. What's that? This whole Captain America scene. Oh, it, I know. It just was <laughs> so yeah. pretty and beautiful. And it was. I, I loved how he's like, you want to tell me who she is? He's like, no. no. I don't think I will. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, man. As it, soon as he was sitting there, though, I, I saw the shield sitting next to him, so I knew. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw it right there. I was like, he's totally going to give it. But I wasn't sure if it was going to be Bucky or Falcon. Mm-hmm. But it made more sense. Yeah. I, I feel like the progress that Bucky's had has been really good since um, Winter Soldier. But at the same time, like I feel like Bucky could never see himself worthy enough to be in that position. Mm-mm. Yeah, I also... Yeah, I, and I feel like um, Bucky... This is kind of... It's kind of hard to explain, but like... <laughs> Bucky has his arm, you know? And how... like Like, Falcon has wings and that's cool, but like that's a part of his suit. Mm-hmm. And I know Bucky's arm kind of is too, but like that's also kind of his symbol. That's his own. That is his symbol. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need the shield. Yeah. He can do just as much without it. And mm-hmm. whereas Sam can use the shield as his representation, and then he just happens to have wings that gets him around. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the cool things I know I was kind of looking up because I'm kind of like to look for not to say spoilers, but things kind of afterwards. Um, Oh God, I can't think of his name. Matt, I can't think of his name in real life. Sam, Mac, uh, Anthony Mackie. Thank you. I almost called him Mackie, but I was like, that's going to be wrong. (laughs) Yeah. He, um, I had seen a lot of stuff where he was posting and he was talking about how he was, um, Captain America, actually Chris Evans was the one that told him that he, uh, yeah, he went to his house and he like got so excited and he was like, Hey, did you, have you, do you know? Or something like that. And he was like, no, what? And so Chris Evans like, skipped off and went and got the script and told him 
that he was going to be passing the shield to him. So Mackie was talking about how it was such a cool moment to not only be able to get the shield, but to get it from Captain America himself, like to be told by Captain America. And then he yeah. talked about how he was excited about being able to bring like another like African-American character, essentially, mm-hmm. like to be like a African-American Captain America and to be that role model for his kids as well. Yeah, that, that so. is going that alone is going to be amazing just because like I, for me, like I haven't seen anything about it yet. Um, about it being like, Oh, they did it on purpose for that reason. And mm-hmm. I hope that I don't ever see that because that was a seamless transition and it's going to change so many lives. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to inspire so many kids just by him being there. Absolutely. Like, Sorry that I'm crying every single time we record a podcast. <laughs> well, in in into what you said, I don't think that it'll ever come out of oh well, it's only because he's African American because it it's a succession it's a succession in the comics, and so it happens okay. that way because the only reason it would have ever been Bucky is a stand-in. Bucky was just holding his place; he was never actually Captain America. Whereas right. Sam, he was Captain America. Like, it was yeah. passed on to him by Steve Rogers. Steve wanted him to have the shield. I mean, he got a whole entire new getup, which looks freaking awesome. Um, and, yeah. So, I mean, like, it was it was a lot. It was a lot of passing that man all that responsibility and everything. So, I don't ever think it'll actually be a, oh, you know what? Yeah, we just wanted him to be black. I, I don't think that ever will be the case. It, it has importance. And it's story importance, too. I don't think Sam was an afterthought at all. I think it was an extremely smart choice. And if people try to say that, they're just kind of uneducated about what happened through the comics, too. Mm -hmm. So, Because that, for me, like, that was one of my... Because, like, in the moment, I didn't think about it at all, all these things. like, And then I just, like, kind of seeing people talk about Endgame. Mm -hmm. Nobody has said it, like I said. And I Mm -hmm. just very, like, I was starting to think about that. I was like... I hope nobody does that. I hope nobody tries to make that a thing because it's irrelevant mm-hmm. and it's iconic. Yeah. Like it, it's going, it's good. Not only going with the storyline, it's important. It's absolutely important. Yeah, definitely is. Um, which I mean, thinking about it, I haven't seen any complaints or, I don't think so. and, and, and again, that may be kind of like how we are with Star Wars, where we're kind of in that realm where we don't. <laughs> We've kind of uh, not necessarily built up walls, but I mean, we're in a surrounded positive community. Yeah, yeah, we were surrounded by positivity. So, and I don't go looking for complaints. So, I mean, because that doesn't do anything for anybody. It just makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> but, but I mean, I haven't seen any clickbaity articles or anything like that of, oh, how how could Captain Marvel change her hair? Or, oh my gosh, Captain America's black or anything like that. Like, everything seems to be fairly accepted. And, and what's good about it, though, is that it all of it was story important. It had to do with the story and the timeline and everything like that. So it wasn't a cheap move of any kind of, oh, let's just include diversity for diversity's sake. It was, no, there's a reason for this. And it's cool that this is it, but there's a reason for this. This is important. And I love that so much uh, that it is a staple for all of it. One more quick Mm -hmm. thing that I figured out. Um, The actress that plays Nebula actually shaved her head. BB yes, dubs. Karen Gillian. Yeah, she actually shaved her head for the role. Wow. Yeah. 
yep. I saw it because I saw it, I guess. I don't know if the picture was old or new. I just kind of saw it and it was on Facebook. So I don't click on a bunch of links on Facebook because I'm always scared my Facebook's going to get hacked. And I'm going to be like, oh, what's going on over there? <laughs> so I just kind of saw the, it was a picture side by side. I think it was a Nebula picture. And then it like she was at like a panel or something maybe or like an interview thing. And she you could tell she was pulling off like a wig and mm-hmm. it was she was completely bald underneath. That was so from the first was, Guardians, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know if it was new or old. I kind of yeah. figured Polly was old and they just snatched it, you know, from the internet. But nope. I thought it was really cool that she was so into her character that she, I mean, because I don't know if I could shave my head. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, I guess if I, you know, was getting paid like a crap ton of money, I probably wouldn't care. <laughs> but, like, yeah. if somebody just was like, hey, you gotta shave your head, I'd be like, yeah. bye, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought it was pretty cool that she had that much, like, she wanted to embody that character so much mm-hmm. that yeah. she was willing to go that extra step. There, Did she shave it the first time around or did she wear a bald cap? No, it was, it's always been shaved. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah. So, which that was cool. <laughs> it is cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, and there's a lot of love with these characters, a lot, a lot of love with the stories and stuff like that. Even if they ended it with Endgame, I feel like it would be great. Glad like, I would, I would be satisfied. I'm glad they're not, but I would be satisfied. It'd be kind of like, you know what? That was cool. That was a good story and everything. Um, but yeah, so cool. So I, I think it's funny too that we complained about a three-hour movie, <laughs> but I think we all would have been really unhappy if it would have been like an hour and a half or even a two-hour movie. I think we all would have been really upset because we wouldn't have gotten n- nearly the like beautifully written mm-hmm. story. And I'm glad the the Russo brothers didn't compromise that either. I'm sure they were probably told, wow, that's too long of a movie. And when they released that time stamp, I'm sure people were like, yeah, I'm not going to see that. That's three hours. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't deter them to go one way or the other other than just, you know, to say this is what we have and we know what we have is good and we're just going to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing, yeah, I was going to say the thing about it too is like, this is a movie that can be three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Episode is a movie that can be three hours. Absolutely. I was just about to say that. Yeah. These roundouts are allowed to be three hours and anybody complaining, I'm coming for you. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So cool. So I I know we've run long already, um, but any final thoughts before we go? You look like you have something, Kristen. Maybe. I'm trying to... I don't know if it's true because I never did the math. Okay. But I showed you and I saw where apparently all the run times for the Marvel movies, including oh, yeah. Far From Home, equaled 3,000. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't do the math. I don't know if it was even true. That could, I get, yeah. It could have been something somebody just threw in there, but I saw it and I was like, it kind of wrecked me for a minute. We see you, Marvel. We see <laughs> <Right>. you. <laughs> uh, Cheyenne? Um... No, that's literally what I was thinking about, too. Um, do you guys know what Morgan's middle name is? <laughs> that's a really random question. Morgan H. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. Happy I know. Ha- Maybe Howard. Could be Howard. It could be Howard. That's literally what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cute. It was like Morgan Howie Stark or something. Oh, Howie. <laughs> I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah, so I- um, or even like happy or something. I don't know. I was just going through all of my thoughts, all of my things, and I just wanted to ask if anybody else had any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that I, I think that was it. But yeah, any final thoughts or anything? Can I do like a shout out to a small shop? Sure, go ahead. 
Okay. So I got my shirt, my thank you stand shirt. Um, it's written in the format of thank you next, the Ariana Grande song um, on the shirt. So it's just really, yeah, it's really cute um, and witty. And they've been doing a lot of those. Um, that's usually, that's kind of their like MO for their fashion is like making it witty and like relevant. Like they have one that says Loki, but it's Loki, Loki, you should get to know me, which is another song. Nice. I don't know this, I've heard it, but it's cute. And it's got like Loki's name on it and like Loki things. And they've been doing a lot of Marvel drops recently. Um, they have one that says, I love you 3000 cheeseburgers with the in and out logo. Yeah. That's so cute. Um, so it's really cute. They have a lot of those right now. And they're called Buena Vista Magic. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like Buena Vista, like here um, and California, I think both are on Buena Vista, like Disney property. Yeah. Um, the Magic, they're on Instagram. And they just, their Marvel merch recently has been making me emotional <laughs> um so they have one that says that's america's but <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's awesome that, one, that one's really cute too um <laughs> so i just wanted to shout them out because i got compliments on my shirt when i went um your shirt was awesome just the merch they've been dropping since then mm-hmm. great stuff <laughs> that's awesome cool well, awesome. So we'll go ahead and, and we'll close it out. I mean, I think we all agree Endgame was fantastic and we're definitely looking forward to Spider-Man Far From Home to round out Phase 4. So we will be doing a review on that when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that wraps up another episode of Kesselron Weekly. Uh, Cheyenne, can you tell everybody where to find all your awesome stuff? Thank you. Yes. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at cjerica. That's where my Disney things will be. You can find my photography at panthera.studios, also on Instagram. Um, my photography and video is panthera panthera.pb.studio. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my website. And then my blog. So any written pieces, um, things that we might talk about here um, or things that I might share via the Kessel Run Weekly page can also be found at cheyennehoover.wordpress.com. I think that's it. Yay. Cool. Uh, and as always, thank you for hanging out with us. We're, we're always happy to have you here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so cool, guys. So, And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Kessel Run Weekly, as well as our website, KesselRunWeekly.com. We have new episodes every single Wednesday. And so you can scri- subscribe to us wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Like all everywhere. <laughs> and uh, we would love it if you'd leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you leave us a five-star review, we'll happily, happily read it on the show. Uh, we love hearing you guys' feedback, and um, you can send us comments, whatever. Um, we love hearing from you guys. So, yeah. So that wraps up our Avengers Endgame spoiler-filled review. As always, my name is Danny. Kristen. I'm Cheyenne. And Avengers, Avengers? Assemble. Assemble. I love you 3000. <laughs>